Yes, you are in. It's been a while since we discussed something called G-Cross Surf, also known as gtsurf.org. And some of you have no idea what that is. Here's what I do know. You want to win. You want to win in life. But most don't want to be miserable and just go through the motions of life. Yet odds are you're trying to do life and your desired changes on your own. No plan and definitely limited vision. And that's what we tackled today. The power of vision. To see things clearly and have trusted others around you to help hold you accountable. So, here you go. And it's a dangerous time for a hard life. All right, Thursdudes PM making their debut on Friday's podcast. He bravely shared the first part of his testimony. And as I like to say, it's always, it's very easy to debate God, but it's really hard to argue results and be back. He'll be sharing how his life got back on track, going from a glass pipe or whatever he was and homeless and on the street to where he is today. It's just such an interesting story. Uh, and then, of course, as we get towards the end of the year, uh, I know it's common. It comes every year, right? The New Year's resolutions, and we were already talking about um, putting on weight, and it's the holidays. It's just what happens. It's it's for most of us, at least those that live in the United States, it's time for celebration, and and um, and then the New Year's resolutions come, and everyone's hype, and or, I'm gonna lose this weight, or I'm gonna do this, or I'm gonna do this better, and they usually go down in flames within that first week or two. So we're going back. Uh, part of Thursday's PM uh, embraces uh, GT Surf, also known as G Cross Surf. But gtsurf.org is where you can find it. And Greg's the founder. G, G's been part of this from, from the get-go. It was his vision. And when I noticed with our, all our small groups, so just we accountability was missing. And Greg, the, the best way I can just sum this up, what, what you're striving for, what you saw coming out of that halftime book, was... This is way beyond New Year's resolutions. You might make your plan at New Year, but we're talking, and it, it's not over. It should be 365, right, or close to it. And then there's this at least a monthly, maybe more accountability review of where you're at with like minds who are also going to push you and encourage you. Like I like to say, we're in the hope and the encouragement business. So you have a really interesting take on vision. And one coach Saban, and I'm going to tell you whether you've never heard of him or you don't like him, or maybe you love him if you're from Alabama. But again, it's hard to argue with his football results, but he has, he had some really interesting takes on vision that you caught somewhere. I don't even remember where it was from, but the importance of vision and accountability in something called being relentless, right? Did I get that right, G? Yeah, you absolutely did, Tom. And, and, you know, we've been, We've been at this for a couple of years and, and it was, you know, it was really born from the book halftime. So for the listeners that haven't read that book, um, you know, that, that book really stuck with me and, mm-hmm. and I, I wanted to put it into action personally. And then it spawned into this G cross surf, which essentially is, you know, in so many areas of our life, we, we have to create plans, right? We, 
a lot of us are in the business world. Everybody knows you have quarterly plans, you have yearly plans. Right. You know, we go all out, we're going all in for a company, right? And and we're driving to those plans. And, you know, a lot of us have workout plans or we have, have whatever. But, you know, when you step back, what is your life plan? And and that's really what what we've put together here. And we've created a, a template around that. And really what are what are those key focus areas and, and really it's around significance. Yes. Right. And as most men, of your life. Yeah, we wanna be a we wanna have significance. What's your legacy? Yes. You know, what What's what are the purpose? people gonna say about you when you're gone? Uh, what do they say about you when you're not in the room? Yeah. Um, you know, ultimately you know, be that man that, that you're striving to be. And you know, our difference um, versus a lot of self-help books out there is, is we put God first, right? And Amen. no matter what your key focus areas are, if it's marriage, if it's, you know, your children's relationships, if it's health, if it's finances, if it's, um, you name it, we try to narrow it down to five or six um, areas of, of focus, but that number one for everybody in our, in our groups, in our plan is God. And it's that focus around obtaining spiritual wisdom, being in the word, and ultimately that permeating into all areas of focus um, within the other focus areas. Right on. And let me cap that quick before we go to Save and Vision. It's, listen, whether you're not sure about this whole thing of meaning a God or creator, whatever it is, like I said, it's easy to debate, debate God, but it's hard to argue results. And Greg, we've been seeing results, man. Gee, we have. I mean, uh, on multiple fronts. It's also why I captured testimonies like Brother Willie's story, going from the crack house to his house. Lord knows we need less people off the streets, less people on drugs, right? No one on drugs for that matter. But you get what I'm saying. It's like something's working here. So something's working. Something, we, it's it's. You know, we, we can't have, deny the results. We have men, you know, in our groups that you know I don't want to speak for them. But, but my take on it is, you know, they've been, they've been in this for a couple of years, you know, they're, they were on the verge of divorce. I mean, yeah. ready to finalize the papers. Yeah, we have one that papers on the, yes, who's going to sign. And, you know, not to say things are perfect now, no. but they're not divorced. They're communicating better. Things are moving along. Um, you know, we have multiple um, instances where, you know, men have started on this journey and, you know, quite honestly, they got a therapist involved, right. um, which, you know, for a lot of men, that's, that's seen as weak, right. but it's created enlightenment and growth Huge. and, yes. and, you know, we call it a baseline. Um, that baseline for them has risen up, you know, and this isn't flash in the pan type stuff. This isn't new year's resolution type stuff. This is, this is stuff when you dive in, you know, I, I always compare it to fishing line for people at fish. You, you let your fishing rod sit over the winter and you go oh, grab it. And you take your first cast and it's got a bunch of loops in it because there's memory in the fishing line. Well, that's kind of what we're fighting against here. It's, it's, you have memory. You, you, you tend to fall back due to human nature in your old habits. So if you're not focused um, and, and you don't have accountability from people around you, uh, you're just going to fall back into into what you've what you know what's comfortable, even though that might not be the right thing 
it, it's it's what you know. I love it too because as as a group, right now now you give me the vision of uh, for those that love fishing and, and fishing opener, right? When the guys get together and they're like, hey, let's all change the line. You know what I mean? It's like it's like encouraging one another to do the right thing to get things in order, get things ready. And I would definitely be changing my line if everyone else is changing the line. You know what I mean? In the cabin before we go out, it just makes sense. But this is kind of all again what it's all about. Like I said, I've done this for twenty years. With fry dudes and it's like group after group and book check book check book check but we're well, are we really implementing it it took us about 20 years to figure this out so um anyway greg so it comes with vision right so that one that one dude said vision i need to i need to try to rescue my marriage if i can if it's still possible and it, of course the bible says anything's possible with god but again okay vision what do you where do you want to be and then checking in daily right okay god what do you what are you what should i be doing today where where, where can i be moving in more positive steps and then you have brothers around you who are like hey man how are you doing with this mm-hmm. it just it, it makes you step up so it makes it helps you be relentless when you don't want to be relentless right that's all the thing about a team so Anyway, we got you got. Where did you where did you hear this Coach Saban thing? By the way, where what what was the source of that? I don't know if we well, referenced that. You know what's interesting is, is when you when you are focused in the right areas and and you know things start to pop right and things start to happen that you can't really explain. And this is kind of this is kind of one of those scenarios in a, in a sense I would call it because I, you know for me Nick Saban I. I I'm a big college football fan. I'm a big sports fan. And for me, Nick Saban was, I was never really impressed. Um, quite honestly, I, I thought he was handed, um, you know, an Alabama program and he yeah. got in there and he just kind of, you know, easily gets his recruits and he went. Yeah. He just took the wheel, put it on cruise control and auto drive. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so I don't know what it was. I was, you know, I watched a lot of YouTube and, he ah. um, primarily around hunting. Oh, um, but, okay. You know, he, yes. he popped into my YouTube and I'm like, oh, huh. I'm going to listen to see what Nick Saban has to say here, you know? And, and I was, it, it was amazing. It was, is like meant to happen. So I started listening to him and he started talking about, you know, this, how do you, how do you build what he has? And, and he was talking about when he first came to Alabama, which I didn't realize he was barely winning any games. I mean, he oh, people forget he that. Took, yeah, he took over this program, and I didn't know this. He took over the program, and and he's built it to what it is today. And, and I didn't give him that credit. I thought I thought he just took over a powerhouse and maintained a powerhouse. But he got into his discussion, and he was talking about how how you build this. How how do you become what? what he or what, you know, how do you be successful essentially, or how do you build a a championship program? And everything he was talking about was aligning with what we're doing with our, with our individual plans that we develop in our groups. And the first thing he started talking about was at first you have to have a vision, right? So for us, we're, we're, about significance, right? So we're we're laying out that vision in G Cross Surf. What is your vision? What do you want to be? Um, what's the what's the you know dad you want to be? What's the father? You know what's the husband? What's yeah. the friend? And 
And so we have this vision. So it, it, it tied into that. And I, I was, it just, it just drew me in. And then he's talking about, you have to have a process. So, so this mm-hmm. is your vision. What's your process? So, you know, for our process, we're, we're in, into our plan. We, we encourage, you know, reviewing those focus areas every day. Um, you know, we, we encourage being in the word to start your day for, you know, start out with five minutes, 10 minutes, grow it to 15, 30, yeah. you know, depending on where you get. And, you know, also within your marriage and your relationships with your children and your, you know, what are you going to do to serve people? So that process piece totally aligns, right? So, and then mindset, what is your mindset? Are you going to go into this thing? Hey, you're hot. You're really right. hot for like a week, right? You said you're going to start working out and you worked out for a week. You're really sore. And then you don't go back to the gym, right? Is your mindset long-term is your mindset really, is this really what you want to do? And then that commitment, right? What is, how committed are you to this process? How committed are you to your vision? And then he got into accountability Uh and, and you have to be held accountable. And we were talking before we started recording, you know, Alex had mentioned accountability is the key, right? Uh And, and for us, you know, we meet monthly, right. And, and, and we go around the horn and, and we ask guys, you know, what are you doing with your plan? How, how are you doing? Where, where are you lacking? And really it, it, even if the, even if a guy doesn't come to our meeting, right, that trigger that that's on their calendar, right? Right. They see it, they get a reminder on their phone. They're holding themselves accountable at some point, you know, our, our groups that just start, you know, obviously we strongly encourage, you know, come to the meeting, you know, be held accountable. We have groups that are two years in that we know, you know, we know that, that they're in it, they're looking at it, you know, that's the trigger. So that, that accountability, but the word that really got me on this whole thing was after that, he said, you have to be relentless. Mm. Right. Yeah. And I thought about this and I'm like, you know what? We have to be relentless in our pursuit of this significance. Right. And number one, that starts with God, right? We have to be relentless in understanding the word, making that part of our lives. We have to be relentless then in all areas. And, and when I step back, even for myself, I'm like, you know, I've been, I've been doing this for a while. I've been doing this for a few years, but can I really look through my personal plan around how I view a successful marriage, a successful relationship with my kids, with my friends, with uh, my health? Can I apply the word relentless? Mm. And I don't think I could. I, um, it was, I'd probably give myself a C grade even though I've been very focused. So that word in itself really woke me up and it really, it really created a trigger, which created me, you know, to say, Tom, I, I want to talk about this. I want to integrate this into our groups. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll pause there, Tom. Do you have, I, I, you know me, I always have something, but I'm just glad the listener can hear different voices. And I, I'm going to tee up also uh, young buck Alex uh, when he's ready, but I, I just will say, you know, relentless, sometimes people have a negative connotation to that word, 
but it can be positive. And as long as you've got your vision and alignment correct, um, relentless means also working through the tough times. Uh, we've covered a lot of stuff before. Um, uh, there's that, that uh, Netflix series, uh, the coaching series. Um, uh, anyway, it'll come to me a little later. The bottom line is one of the quotes on there was, uh, you know, peaks do not exist without valleys, right? And so in life, you're going to have peaks and you're going to have valleys. You got to keep hiking. And that's part of being relentless. You got to keep going. You got to keep trudging through. In fact, you're not even supposed to be up on that peak forever. You get the view, you enjoy it. But part of the, the what feels good is just the whole journey and earning it, especially working through those toughest of times and struggles. Because it's, hey, let's face it, man, it's it's in the book, right? It's in the Bible. It says you're going to have hard times. It Just because you believe and you can be faithful doesn't mean you're going to have No, you'll probably have a harder time, actually. It helps build your endurance. It helps. That's what that's where relentless is. Philippians 4.13 comes to mind. All things are possible in Christ, which strengthens me. People think that's just to do something amazing. No, it's also to get through maybe cancer treatment or depression or an addiction or fill in the blank. That's talking about being relentless. At least that's what I'm hearing. And sometimes, Greg, I'm guilty hearing what I want to hear. So I'm going to open back up for reaction, but I would, I, I, I welcome Young Buck Alex to make his little debut here. Uh, hey, Alex, you're a collegiate football player. You, I mean, you, you're graduating now, but you played, you played all, through, I think, for most of your youth, high school level and collegiate level. So I'm just curious what resonates to you, you know, and what, what do you miss from, uh, there's things probably you don't miss, but what did work? I mean, what, any of that, what Greg shared in Saban and whether it's team or vision or accountability or practice plans, uh, what would say you, young Well, Buck? I think all of it, really. It's, uh-huh. I mean, it all compounds into the – it first starts with the vision, like Greg was saying. I remember when at the beginning of fall when you get you ride, or get all the boys in the meeting room for the – before fall season and, yep. you know, we're with the coaches and you talk about what's the big picture, what's the vision like Greg was talking about. And our vision is to win a national championship, to make it to the playoffs, whatever we decided on as a team. And that's really about, that's the only time we talk about it. You know, we come up with the vision and then it's shut down from there. And then we focus on how do we get there? Right. Well, to get to winning a national championship, you got to win game. Right. Yep. And Excuse my language there. Good. You roll. <laughs> you roll with it, man. But how do you win? How do you win the fourteen games in the season to get to a national championship? You know, it comes with practices. How many practices are there in a season? You know, and then take it even a step farther or into more detail than that. In practice, how many plays do you run in a practice? So you know, there's only eleven games in the season, and you're not going to get better in your games. It comes from the hundreds of practices you do in the season and the film that you go through every day to watch all your plays practices and you get yourself better and hold yourself accountable. And even a step farther from that, you know, to have a good practice, it comes with, you know, getting a good amount of sleep, eating good food, holding yourself accountable towards that. And I kind of, you can relate that to it works. There's dudes in a way is that, you know, we all individually have our own vision and, you know, how do we get there? Well, you don't get there just by attending 
your weekly meeting, your Friday dues meeting, or your Thursday meeting. Like you got to take it a step further than that. Mm-hmm. I almost kind of think about, um, you know, our reflection or progress report that we log in every night. I, I almost think of that as film with practice. You can kind of like at night, you can kind of reflect on, you know, did I do well with communicating with my spouse that I do well financially with saving money or whatever your goals are. It's almost kind of like a, like a reflection time, just yeah. like, you know, film and practice to hold yourself accountable. And it's okay. If you, you know, everybody has a bad play, everybody has a good play. Everybody That's has life, bad isn't it? Everyone has good practice, but all that matters is that you learn from it and you build on to it and you go from there accountable and it's all about the compound effect that's beautiful you know? alex eventually it all add up thank you for that i would say greg and then to you back up by the way that uh coach's playbook i think it was what it's called handbook doc rivers is the first episode it's on netflix it's an excellent series and i think that the peak quote something along those lines was from the u.s women's coach obviously they've had a ton of success um but as i tie it back in thank you for that alex you had a plan you had vision you guys rallied around it some success, maybe a lot of failure, but it, but you went for it and you were all relentless together. And um, I I keep going back, gee, one of your earlier comments, it was a previous session, but you said, hey, when we were youth coaches, I remember maybe we were borderline uh, overboard, right? But hey, we had a plan. We did not mm-hmm. go in that practice like, what should we do? Well, maybe we'll make the kids run some laps and then we'll do this and that. We had a plan. We had a vision, every single one, every single one was mapped out exactly what we're going to do. And then uh, I'll pick on the listener just a little bit, or hopefully encourage them. I like to say, if you're married, your wedding had a plan. Does your marriage have a plan? (laughs) Think about that. 95% of marriages don't have a plan, but 100% of the weddings had a plan, right? That's interesting. Does your life have a plan? And then most importantly, if you do believe in God, are you checking it? with God daily, because it also says in the Bible that God's plans will prevail. So that's something to keep in mind, because your plans are going to change. You think you're going to go one direction, you're going to give a different path. So, um, G, any final thoughts on that as we'll, we'll wrap this uh, recording session up here? And Alex, yeah. anything else you want to add to, please? Yeah, no, I, and, and I really appreciate, um, you know, the input in the, you know, the perspectives because it, it, it led me on to the next thing is, you know, so you have a victory, right. And, and Saban talks about this in this YouTube, you have, you have a victory, you have a national championship, right. That it, your victory, whatever it is in your plan is momentary, right. right. It's, 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 it's a blip in time, right. It's something to celebrate, but you need to continue to, focus on the things that got there that that that's where you need to maintain your focus and you're going to have your victories you'll continue to have your victories you'll have some downs right but you'll continue to have your victories and the other thing that i really liked what nick saban said is he talked about leadership and he talked about leadership not for it, it it doesn't mean that that you're on stage in front of people or you're in front of the room talking talking to people and leading them that way his definition of leadership is how are you benefiting those around you? How are you serving those around you? Man. And that is that is true leadership. And and that's what we talk about a lot in our plans is that outward focus. 
right? What are you doing for others? How are you impacting those people around you? Even the, even in the smallest moment, you're in line at, at the store. Yeah. You know, how are you impacting those people? How are you impacting your family when you're with them? How are you impacting your wife? How are you impacting your friends, your kids, right? That's leadership. And, and I, that was the other piece I took. It was, it, it just really resonated, Tom. Right on brother. And I, listen, if we bring this, as we tie this thing up, I, you know, for those versed, you know, um, and there are others on the other side, maybe not, but they like to pick on Christians. But the bottom line is, if a Christian is properly tuned in, then they know one and two, which are the most important commandments in Jesus' words, right? Love God with all your whole soul and mind. That's relentless right there. Number one, that's A1, A1. A2 is loving others. That's it, Greg. So whether you're, if you're married, then it's your spouse, right? If you have kids, then it's your kids. And uh, when you're out in the community, it's your neighbors, it's, it's everyone around you. How are you impacting them in a positive way? And I guarantee you this, if when you're doing that correctly, your heart does fill up. And that's actually a lot of stories of people redemption. They go from um, homeless or drugs on the street is is they find a purpose, man, and they, their heart gets filled up not from artificial highs, but from truly helping, loving others. And it just works. It just it. We have too many success stories um, uh, to to, uh, to 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 validate that. So, my brother, um, I, I will wrap there. Unless Young Buck Alex, you got anything else, brother? We'll, we'll wrap this. Or Greg, any final thoughts? I got nothing else. All right, bro. I got it. G? No, I, that caps it. That All right. caps it. Thanks. Thanks, everyone, for joining. Yeah, thanks again for making it in. Bonus sesh. If, if this tugged on your heart, if this makes any sense to you, well, it works. So it's hard to argue results. If you're looking for change, you're ready to step your game up. Again, I encourage you to go to gtsurf.org. Check that out. And yeah, listen, if you need help in any way, we'll, we'll, we'll fix you up. We'll get you in a group. Or if you want to start your own group, then we'll absolutely equip you. So either go there directly and or just go to frydudes.com, hit us up at the contact us page, and we'll get you set up. Now go clarify the vision. Start writing this stuff down. Get others surrounding you that can help hold you accountable. Check it with God and get on with the rest of your life in an impactful way, more than you could ever imagine. Anything is possible with God.